Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. How are we doing, folks? How are things? Uh, listen, um, first of all, welcome along. It's uh, welcome Peter along. Joe, that sort of stuff. Um, here, two things really. One is right. Yes. That we have ended up in the weirdest side hustle ever. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Yeah. Now I need to. I need to get my phone. Oh, have and you find forgot who, the name? Who the lady was that yeah. was looking um, to have the very unique. Um, shout out that PJ Gallagher invented last oh, well, week. I didn't even invent it last week. Of course, I was at the Dublin Book Festival and a guy called OJ came up and said, Hey, next podcast, lads, I love it. Will you call me a bollocks, please? And I was like, Absolutely. Especially to a loyal listener called OJ. You are the bollocks. And now, what's happened is Jim has got messages from people going, Excuse yeah, me. We literally got a Twitter a Twitter message from uh, Debbie Hogan. And, um, and Debbie Hogan, again, would very much, in fact, offered us money. She, offered she, us a fiver. Yes, yeah, so this um, is why Jim is thinking there's a hustle in it. You I know. think there's a potential side hustle here. So, I mean, surely to God, calling people a bollocks is not the most difficult job in the world. Uh, no, not really. But listen, revolute it straight in there, please. <laughs> 250 each, Debbie. And why? Because you are a bollocks. You're welcome. You're, you're welcome. You are the most welcome bollocks we've had on the podcast because you're paying for the pleasure. So um, there you go. And then the other second thing is, the other thing as well is that, um, I was going to say lads, but a sport, nowadays you have to say anybody with a willy, right? Anybody with a, anybody with a willy, right? You need it's to listen. love this. Well, are they or are they going to hate us? Is it going to make us all feel completely inferior? Well, you might think to yourself, what are the most impressive flutes in history? It's a question <laughs> I've asked myself many times. Yeah, And it's but something that doesn't appear in the press often enough. Not at often. You get all sorts There's awards for everything. Exactly. Book awards that we never win. Radio awards we that rarely we never win. win. Podcast awards, awards we never, never win. win them. Um, and now there's the big flute awards. And we, we probably won't win them either, let's no, be honest. Sadly. Especially up against the competition. Who knew? Uh, scientists have only just discovered a type of bat, right? And his mickey is so big that he uses it as an ar. I, I mean, I'm absolutely blown away by this. This is he uses it as an ar. This was actually in the papers, believe it or not, yesterday. Yeah. Um, was it yesterday? Anyway, it doesn't matter. But and, and this thing is like it's it's, just, it's actually so big that women bats lady bats lady bats can't are, it doesn't. are saying well you're not coming near me with that yeah, well, but having said that but they say they don't mind him so- going near them with it. It, just, it doesn't go um, it <laughs> doesn't go to, in right? right so what they, they do they spare one or something no it's so fertile he only has to rest it off the lady bat <laughs> so he can use it what, as even, an arm like, even on her shoulder or something no you wait, no this is, he, it goes around <laughs> her he uses it like an arm right so he holds her with his flute right <laughs> he wraps his flute around to hold her to give her a hug right. a flute hug he gives her a big flute hug Right? And it comes all the way back around and it rests on the on the lady area. Right. And then and that's enough. It's so fertile Good that God. the lady bat is just going, hey! I ooh. thought you said it had a hand on it, no. Well no, I saw Did you add to this now? Would you is this Chinese is this you making up well, so I saw you to, I thought you told me it had a hand on the end of it and he had a spare one that he used for day to day. Yeah, I did say that yesterday, <laughs> but I've read the story properly and that's not true. So the, the Mickey hand is not true. I did. Uh, but still, but, a, a Mickey like an arm uh, where yeah, you could yeah. fulfill numerous... I mean... It has would, like a thumb. If nothing else, who wouldn't want an extra arm? Yeah, I know. Imagine that. Imagine, Let alone an enormous flute. Imagine like him and Jim saying, are you getting coffee, PJ? Yeah, get us one. I'll get one for Emily. You, oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Get, I'll have it sorted. I'll just come in and hand Jim his coffee with the flute. I'm there, no, there's a thumb on it. I can hold it. Look. 
There you go, Jim. Take that coffee there. That's oh, your cappuccino, wasn't it? Wow. Oat milk, wasn't it? There, no, no worries. And just landed on. That'd be amazing. By the if way, if I had a Mickey like that, I'd be using it to open knots and all. Yeah. I'd be tying. <laughs> I'd be an escapist. I'd be tying me up, and then I'd like be able to get me Mickey to take down my own zip, and it come out. It would open all the knots, and then I'd escape. And people would be like, "How does he do it?" Incredible. How does By he way, do it? Can we just uh, uh, like? Does it say in the story? Is this? Sort of a breed of bats. It's a breed of bats. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, so it's, it's not, not like one. just one particularly lucky bat who's oh, known as like no. a bat superhero. That's like that's literally Batman. The thing I've ever heard. The Batman. They just found the, one. The body of a bat, the dick of a man. Imagine that. That would be an immense superhero. Body of a bat, cock of a man. Dick of a man. Imagine that yo flying into your house. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Keep, yeah. keep hitting you in yeah, the face. There's a, there's a bat in the thing. What's he guys? What is flying around with a dildo or something? Oh my god, that's his own. <laughs> what sort of a yoke is that? So you're saying there's a br- everybody in that particular bat community yeah. is uh, well endowed. Yeah, I'm trying to think. See the name of the the, the bat species again. Now I'm actually have the story here. Oh, please let it be called uh, Cockarm Bat. No, it's something. <laughs> Cockarm Bat. Cockarm Bat, the uh, Cockarm uh, Bat species, native to. It's, it's funny because a lot of willies have been referred to as bats. You know. Come here, listen. Um, how come David Attenborough didn't? You know, you know, I haven't seen this on a David Attenborough thing. That'd like be he's brilliant. done everything. He's he claims he's done everything. I don't yeah. ever remember him putting. Um, uh, uh, cock arm bat onto the. Imagine that David Admiral gun. As we watch the bat with the man's penis. But he with an elbow. He can use this with an elbow. It's the only animal in the world that has an elbow and a shoulder in his Mickey <laughs> that he can use to embrace his other half. Or, or his mate. You wouldn't say his other half. You never say that about animals. Yeah. 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 See a lion walking across the savannah going, Jesus, I thought I'd never get away from yeah. the woman. God, she's the only head in. A lion with a head. The other half. The other half. Yeah. She's been at me all day. Would you not go out and hunt for a change? I've no? been out hunting all day and she's in the cave there. She's giving her all the... Who is? Me other half. Me other half, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you, yeah, but you've loads of them. You know, well, whatever then, me other one eight. Whatever, yeah. I don't know many well, many lionesses I have, do we? Fellow with a Jack Russell standing <laughs> at the chipper. We're just the two of us got out, you know. Get away from the other half. Not mine now, his. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely dead. Anyway, I think it's... um. There's definitely something weird if, if David Attenborough, like, I mean... Yeah, has never done the willy bat. I think yeah. the willy bat, they say it's very recently discovered. It's seven times longer than uh, than himself and the, and the, and the uh, bat. Seven times longer than, than himself. That's what they say. So right? in, in man like it must terms... Be like a, a measuring tape of a thing. It so must in, recoil, in the, you know So that it's way. the equivalent of a man having a 42-foot willy. The av- like, you know, an average six-foot man having a 42-foot willy. Is that what you're saying? It's seven times longer than he is. Oh, right, okay, that sounds ridiculous. I must have read it wrong. That's like Jim, like, imagine, like, a man, a normal human man had something like that. You see, he's a normal, he's getting it together. Ar- with, articulated and, Mickey. Yeah, yeah, right. and then he gets, a, he gets a little bit turned on, and then all of a sudden, it's like someone set off a bouncy castle in the bedroom. <laughs> it'd, be like, <laughs> it'd be like the spire. Yeah, yeah, it'd be the spire going up. You'd be like, nah, here. That's ridiculous. And you like, all you have to do is hold it. You don't have to go near it. Wow. So it doesn't sound very realistic. I'd say, to be fair, in the, in the, animal, in the animal kingdom, like you never saw that in the Lion King either. You know no. what I mean? Disney, it's one of those Disney things. avoided that. It's one of those things, the poor old bat would be going, it's not funny. <laughs> it's a bleeding sore every time it goes on and people would be laughing at him. Yeah. And we go, stop laughing is, at me. It's probably, I can't help it every time. It's probably really awkward as well because um, 
what do you call it? Like, don't bats hang upside down and all? Yeah, imagine. So he's probably constantly pushing it out of the way of his face. Yeah, for God's sake. This bloody thing. Yeah, every time I go to sleep, this Unless thing. he uses it to hang on, maybe. You have to tie it around his waist. <laughs> you know? Have to keep wrapping it around his waist about six times. And then tuck it in like a bat towel. <laughs> so tuck it in. And then he... And he hangs upside down and it still flops down over him like a towel, you know. Oh, my God. I just had visions there of people, you know, couples and stuff. And um, uh, the, the, the other half, since we've used that expression already, reading that story, like just coming across that story yeah, yeah. In, the, uh, in the paper and, and just using that story to just make their other half feel awful about themselves. No, yeah, yeah. See that? Look at you. You can't even use the two arms you have. Yeah, look at there's, that. Look at that. There's a bat there. Look at that, yeah. Can use his cock as we an arm and everything. We haven't had you can't sex. Use, you can't use your arm or your cock. In yeah. fact, you don't even know your cock from your elbow. <laughs> haven't had sex in six months. Look at you over there. This bat. All you have to do, he can hug you with his mic, you know. Yeah. He got on your day with, you, with your miniature flute. Yeah. It's not a miniature flute, I just have huge balls. <laughs> right? Leave me alone. You know what I mean? It is, yeah. the, it is the weirdest thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Using that to kind of like, you know, have a go with your Have own. a go with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. You fucking hell. The bitch you have, you can't use yeah, at yeah. all. He can, he can multitask. There's a bat there can hold a saucepan and all, but it is flute. <laughs> There's you. Whatever. Yeah. He'd probably use that as a hammer. He'd fix that shed you've been talking about for six months. No time. No time. <sighs> Absolutely. Oh, so, apologies, anybody who has a willy. For making you feel slightly so inferior you now. Feel bad, Although so. it wasn't us, it was cock bat. It was cock, cock bat, arm yeah. bat. Yeah, bat fink. Yeah, yeah. whatever we like call them, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Really hope there's a house in Kerry or somewhere where one of these lads flies in, all the dishes getting smashed and everything. Yeah. Him trying to get fly, all he wants to do is get out, yeah. Yeah. Hell. Imagine calling the, the, the fire brigade or something to get that out of your house. Yeah. I, I, so look, don't, seems be, to be, the don't be afraid of bats. Uh, they won't harm you. No, I'm, I'm not afraid of the bats. It's his cock. It keeps knocking everything over. Yeah. Every ornament in the place is broken. He's after scaring the shit out of the dog. <laughs> the dog's after biting the bat and the cock. The whole place has gone mad. Phew, it's chaos in yeah, here. Yeah. Chaos. Oh. Right, listen, I tell you what, let's give you a few of the bits from, <laughs> from Jordan the Week. You'll understand why that particular segment didn't make it onto the regular radio onto show. Onto the regular show, yeah. Apologies, yeah. But anyway, tell you what did. Food. Food is always on the show, for God's sake. We're always talking about food. And this time, funnily enough, in a slightly connected way, it was a way of impressing women. Oh, it was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was, the actually. The food was. Yeah, once again, male delusions are strong. Yeah, yeah. and actually, the whole romantic, um, or as you like to call it, the whole amoratic flavour of the show mm-hmm. was there this week. Because yeah. um, who'd have um, thought that fishing could make you hot? Yeah, apparently, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we may have interpreted that our own I way. Mean, yeah, yeah. Well, who knows? You might not be fly fishing after all. <laughs> no. Um, also, um, we had... Um, what else did we have? Uh, oh, yeah, of course. PJ's favourite subject is um, when it comes around to the possibility of talking about my funeral. Yes. And it turns out that his plans for it to be a great funeral... Well, it's they took a boost by virtue of the fact that all Irish funerals are apparently the best the you can go to. The best funerals in the world. Everybody, officially. Everybody, bar obviously the, the person in the close box. family and the people in the box, yeah. want to be at an Irish funeral. Yes, yeah, brilliant. I'll tell you, that's the way forward. And then Smells made an appearance on the show. Thankfully, though, only to talk about... Yeah, I can't remember. What was this about? This again? was this kind was... of, you know, weird smells. Oh, weird but some, smells. But people like them. Yeah, but the weird smells you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those ones. Like, yeah, like Bat Mickey and all. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and it, got, it got quite poetic for a while, didn't it? Yeah. 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 
There was a few. What did you call your man? Wordsworth. Wordsworth, yeah. <laughs> I wonder lonely as the. <laughs> anyway, you have a listen to that. Yeah. I will talk to you in a bit. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. Obviously, I, you know, I'm very conscious of the fact that uh, with um, my good friend PJ Galler having the feelings that he has in relation to the sea season that happens towards the end of the year, that I'm very conscious of how we approach this particular story. But you know the way people kind of, they... It's like they they claim to have this kind of sixth sense yes. thing where it's like, can you feel it? Can you feel it in the air? No. <laughs> you can almost smell. No. I do know what you mean. But I, I see but these people, people do say that, don't they? They do. And, the, and that's the thing. There's a lot of people have these sort of, you know, I suppose smell, to be fair to a lot of people, does bring you to a certain sense of place and yeah. it even brings you to a they certain say it's sense very of time. impactful. Yeah, exactly. Even uh, more so than kind of sounds or whatever. Yeah. That smell is like, is, is the, uh, uh, I was going to hold it, it's Travelator. Uh, that was a terrible analogy. But anyway, they, they oh, asked yeah. me, yeah, yeah. God, I love the smell of a Travelator. The, the smell of a Travelator. In the morning. In the airport. <laughs> smell of holidays. Up. Although that's the, kind of, funny you should say that now. Some yeah. people would claim that the airport has a very specific kind of scent to it. As yeah, in, it does. Because you associate. The smell of people who haven't washed because they've been on flights <laughs> now for hours. And, I meant in the, anticipatory sense of going somewhere you know there's a maybe, yeah that's maybe true right. smell of breakfast that's a good smell I guess but they've asked people what are the weirdest smells that they like not just smells you like now because that's what people end up doing not just smells you like forget yeah. that so not just weird the... ones oh you know, right okay weird stuff stuff that you don't smell every day So, and some of the answers have been like you know um, the smell of opening a new can of tennis balls Somebody has said. Can't say I'm very familiar. Nor I. You know? Nor I. Um, some people say... What would that, that be? That'd be just... Would that not just be trapped air? Like, what? Yeah, honestly, that wow. sounds to me like... You, you know, though, one of the smells I hate, you know when you open a pack of ham and <laughs> the, the pig fart comes out? You know that? Yeah, when you technically, open it's, not, it's not pig fart, just to be clear. For well, people. I think it is. Right. You know, you open it up, it's literally pig bum sliced, and you open it up, <laughs> smell of fart. And you're like, and it's all sweaty, you know. Speaking as a ham lover, I'd like to dispute that fact mm, there. There him. you go, you heard it first. Jim McCabe is a pig fart lover. Uh, and then some people said the smell of hardware shop. I get that, actually. I, do of... I love it? No. Am I familiar with it? Yeah. Smell of a hardware shop makes you feel manly. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what you're doing. Even though you're only walking around looking for sellotape. Yeah, yeah. It makes you want to put a WD-40 on as deodorant and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it makes you want to buy a pair of Snickers even though you have no reason whatsoever to wear them. Yeah, but give us a Snickers hat. Wear that round the place. Look at deadly, you know. Yeah. Oh, look, somebody's discovered a weird one that I like. The smell of a stationery store. You know the way I am with stationery. Yes. I do love the smell of a stationery. Jim stuff. loves a bit of fancy paper. I all do, right, yeah, I do. Yeah. I have to say, uh, yeah. I love walking in. Oh my God, I'd lose my mind. Uh, that's I true. I could be buying staplers and every sort of I'm actually, on. I'm with you on this. punches. You yeah, know with you on yeah. this. Yeah, yeah you always find Fre- A fresh Pritt stick. That's Jim's addict. <laughs> that's Jim's addiction. You find him in a bookshop with a book open and his nose right in the centre. Yeah. yeah. By the way, just to that's point a nice out, smell. I do. I never have, nor will I ever sniff glue. So just to my reference to a Pritt stick was very different. Yeah, you're missing out. Um, uh, the smell of freshly blown out matches. 
that's one. I sort of get that. I get that, the sort yeah. of sulfury smell, you know, that's one of them. And, and then someone says, the smell of puppy breath. Well, what? You've obviously never had a dog. When my dog goes out, when my dog was small, Stel, and he's eating a mouthful of squirrel shite, and then you're like, oh, the stink off is coming back. You're like, oh, oh, God. You know that, like, or the burp. Do you ever see your pet and your dog, and you're like, oh, you, this is such a gorgeous thing, and the dog goes, Bruh. and then you're like, oh, my God. You're like, he's eating fox poop or something. Yeah. Or, I have to say, now, or even I mean, just something they found, even just oh, I wouldn't jeepers. normally, I wouldn't normally associate any form of dog breath with a with a pleasant thing. No, I mean, considering remember, you, remember oh. you told that story where the doctor completely refuted the idea that that a dog licking a wound was a good idea. Exactly, he yeah. He literally said, "No, they are they are riddled with all sorts of weird the stuff in their mouth." Said <laughs> you'd be better off sticking your finger in your posterior. This what he used. That's the word he used. So that'll tell you what their, a dog that'll licking. tell you what their breath might be like. Yeah, a puppy <laughs> breath. I love puppies and dogs, yeah. but their breath. I don't yeah. like red, I don't like anyone's breath. That, that is a weird one. That is a yeah. Weird. By the way, can I? There is. There's another one there which. I, I don't know what the, how you would know what the smell is because it's the smell of impending snow. So not actual snow. Not actual snow, impending snow. Snow, snow that will come. <laughs> what does that smell like? arty nonsense, isn't it? They weird. asked some... Oh, they man. asked some lad that has leather patches on his jacket there, didn't they? Yeah. On his elbows. Mm, the smell of impending yeah. snow. Well, as Wordsworth once says, I wandered lonely as impending snow and... Into the nose, I get the summer glow or winter glow. I guess it's snowing in the summer, but something like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you covered all the bases there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. That was poetic. It's no wonder I wrote a book. <laughs> glory days. It's the very best of morning glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Yes, because I mean, I have said before. I mean, all joking aside, uh, you know, when I was mentioning to uh, to Clint during the movie um, uh, segment last week that the reason you watched the Hunger Games is because you thought it was a documentary about competitive eating. Yeah, thought there was going to be sausages in it. <laughs> you did, um, because I think you'd be quite good at that. You'd be very good at competitive well, eating. It turns out that um, you know maybe I am competitively eating because I have a full of male toxic ego uh, and I hang around mostly with women. Why, beg you to ask the question. Well, here we are. Um, new research shows that men apparently eat more food in the presence of women than they do in the presence of men. And they didn't really understand why. So the research went a little further. It seems it's some sort of like ancient inner monkey we have that thinks we're showing off. Did it say ancient inner monkey? Or are you just setting that up so that I'm about to get a kicking here? I say it's our ancient inner monkey and Jim's king of the jungle or inner orangutan right. who's able to do this. Yeah. Okay. So, it's, so you're saying that I'm going to say that, that eating excessively is a way of impressing women it, or in, in men's minds. In men's minds subconsciously that we uh, so we sit down for you go for a date right? So it's a man and a woman go for a date right? Yeah. The man ends up eating more than he would if he was having food with a friend or whatever. Um, you know, just I would have assumed well, with the a male opposite. friend, yeah, because he's like doing the whole look how much I can fit in. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's in our monkeys going, ooh, wouldn't you love to be able to get that much cake into you, wouldn't you? That's ooh. an extraordinary thing. So, so yeah. the, the idea that so on some subconscious level, a woman would be impressed by you stuffing your face. 
Yeah. So, because the, the natural extension is that is that at the end of it, you open your belt and everything. Yeah. It's just like, sitting there, stomach with your, hanging out, going with your cacks open I'd in the restaurant. Something. I'd say you can't wait to get your hands on me. <laughs> She's going. Do you want to go back to your place? Yeah, yeah, eventually, but first, another plate of sausage rolls. Bring me the cheese board. Yes, bring down the cheese. Yeah, crackers too. Let's go for the game. That is so weird. Uh, a pint of wine, please. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what. Yeah. I party. have to say now. I don't think I've ever heard any woman say. Do you know what I love now? Do you know what really does it for me? Yeah. Is to see a man just eating and eating and eating till he can't stop. I know. Yeah. Until it makes him nearly ill. I've met your missus a few times. <laughs> I love Yvonne. She's brilliant. But I just can't imagine her ever turning around saying, "Oh my God, I came home the other night." Sexiest thing I ever saw. Jim was lying there with his trousers open and he fell asleep with a pizza on his chest. And he had two of them missing. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I found and him asleep once in a in a bowl of lasagna. Oh, and oh it was amazing. It was all over I could, his, could barely contain It was all down his legs and everything where he fell asleep and it just tipped over. I was like, I've never seen it. One sock on and all he had. It was gorgeous. Can't keep my hands off. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. We were just talking there earlier on about um, the, uh, um, well, the delight that allegedly women take in watching men eat. Apparently, it's quite the turn-on. That's what they say. Well, it, they, it's actually the other way around. Yeah. It doesn't say... It's all in men's heads. It says Fancy in men's that. heads that's a reality. Though. Yeah, they, so this survey said that men eat more in front of women than they do in front of their male counterparts because they feel that it's... Uh, on our subconscious some now, sort it's of not alpha male behaviour. Yeah, that we sort of... Ooh, when she see me eat. Yeah. Now, I do, 15 king-size Mars bars, she'll know I'm the one for her. You know... I will just say that Nat was on to say, I totally believe that. I'm always impressed when I see a man eating a whole packet of biscuits when they're hungry. Yeah, mate, that may be a tongue-in-cheek remark there from Nat. just say, by the way, 100%. you're supposed to eat a whole packet of biscuits. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, but who... Oh, I, I have no time I, for someone who can have find, one though, biscuit. I think you will find that on the packet does say, you know, one serving... Equals one biscuit. Oh, what a load of absolute <laughs> nonsense that is. That's like when you get a lasagna and it says serves four. Yeah. And like, you're, now, you, you eat the whole thing and you still need a tub of ice cream to fill yourself up. Do you? The average man. <laughs> anyway, listen. The thing about it is, right? On the subject of, of kind of, of love and, uh, and all that sort of stuff um, and the food... There's an, there is the flip side to that argument that's been put out there today, okay? Such as which now? Which is that, so that if, you, if you're not going to impress a lady through the benefits of, you know, gorging yourself... Yes. ...that maybe you can impress her or rekindle that spark with a bit of exercise. A bit of exercise. And yeah. not, that, this is not that specific exercise. No, 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 this is... Other outdoors. Other out, and it says anything will do. So are you in a relationship... Um, where you know maybe the spark of the old maybe the old dim bedroom's gone a little bit dead it's gone a little bit flat <laughs> are you you know it's yeah. basically all you do in there is have an old sleep and a tumble and another not a romantic tumble you know no. uh, because like I fall over your own um, slippers fall over your own slippers <laughs> and just go to bed because uh, if you are you're not alone in fact most people go through a glut like this you know in their relationships and stuff yeah. uh, and they're saying well do you know what it is they're saying it's a lack of exercise it's a lack of getting outdoors again. and that doesn't mean go running it doesn't mean go to the gym it means walk in a, walk in a park together you know um, go oh you have to do the exercise together well, yeah no that's yes, not on your own 
So it's not like you go out exercising. That just means you come back and be romantic on your own. Yeah, you have to go out together and you have to so reinvigorate. It changes the environment of the relationship so that when you come back to a familiar environment, there's a new energy behind it that you'll then be encouraged to go. Do you know what? I remember the last time I saw you in the nip was 1996, and I think we should try that again. Because I thought yeah. you meant that, you know, encouraging whoever it is within the relationship to, to go out and do their own exercise, no. and then they come back, and it's like, well, yeah, my endorphins are certainly flowing. Ah, yeah, but what about the other person? The other person still in the house hasn't done anything different. So they're right. not going to be up for it. You so have to do it joint together. exercise yes. is, the, is the key to reigniting the spark. Yeah, that's the thing. So when you say, so she might say to you, uh, are you angling for a little bit of a... And you go, no, but I think we should both go angling. Ooh. We should both go and catch fish together and then maybe when we come back, we'll have a fish supper and a... Mm. Plus it does give you the opportunity to use plenty of innuendos like, I'm thinking of taking my rod out. <laughs> and they'd be going, oh, I was thinking more a worm. <laughs> but whatever it takes... Maybe yes. even a maggot. You, uh, you said, <laughs> yes, too fancy, acting, too fancy acting the maggot by a riverside. With that thing you keep in the lunchbox. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so that's what so, they're saying. So, yeah. It's so, just, again, look. Again, do it together. No, I'm just saying, again, going back to the idea of, you know, men believing that them eating is impressive to a woman. Like... I get the idea yeah. of a, of some sort of muscle bound rippling Adonis. Yeah, yeah, right? some Van Damme. But I'm sorry, like, I mean, if somebody was standing in their waders wearing their flat cap, no, yeah, for hours on end, and that's the is thing. That, is that, does that set the pulses racing? And that's the thing as well. Effort is a effort is a big thing, you know, especially when you're tired and everything. You'd be sitting there, you'd make plans. This is what I'd be doing. You'd make plans, and I'd be there, right. We're going to get this together, right? We're bringing the spark back into the t- into our relationship. We're going to get, whew, oh, there's going to be trousers all over the place, right? And then you go, right, what are we going to do? We're going to go hill walking, and then we're going to go, uh, we're going to go alp- alpaca trekking. And then we're going to come home, and we're going to be, ooh, we're going to be so invigorated, we won't be able to keep our hands off each other. And then it would get to the day, and you go, do you want to just get a Chinese? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Easier, yeah. Uh, and to do you want to walk down and collect it? No, get yeah, it delivered. Yeah, and do, do, honestly, you'll prefer Chinese than the other thing, anyway. Glory days. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Uh, under the, that story of um, exercise apparently being very good for the love life, oh, for reinvigorating your relationship in the yeah. physical sense. Yeah, there, there's two things. First of all, I'm assuming that it, is it just exercise? Because you like. You know, exercise yeah. as in, you ha- do you have to kind of do an exercise that breaks a sweat? Because the other way we were talking Not about really. the fishing. Yeah, 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 the fishing. For no, example, like that's quite a, you know, that can be quite sedentary at times, depending on the type of fishing you yeah, do. It's more about changing your environment and doing something a little different than it is about the actual exercise, you know. So you're saying pastimes. I'm just thinking, pastimes, if, you, if yeah. you turn around and you say to somebody about, um, you know, like, do you want to come and play darts down the pub with me? Does that qualify as exercise? I don't know. I mean, is there many romances that have been (laughs) blossomed over a game of arras down the pub? I don't know if he, you know, I do know what you're saying. I'd hit your bullseye. Tell you something, you get a bullseye and I get you a pack of smoke with your bacon. Oh. You never know. At least with those slightly more sedate exercises, you don't end up with with that exercise head. Now some well, people, some people can carry it off. Some people can this can do it. a seriously big workout or whatever run or whatever they and they 
all they do is they look a little as like they've perspired a little bit. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. And they have a sort of a. It's like it just makes their their muscles ripple or glow or something. Whereas the rest of us, you end up with exercise head. See, that's the thing. Which is it's it's larger, redder. <laughs> I know exactly it's weird what you're saying. I agree with you completely. Veins are popping out. The people who come up with these studies and stuff when they do them, they they, they say go jogging together. And what they imagine is two people bounding around the park and then going home and having a shower and whipping the lycra all over the place. And what they don't see is. It's you and me wearing t-shirts that look like dresses. Yeah. So we can with underbelly. We're on I'm going and shuffling. And then your face is red and the sweat is making you you can't see out your eyes anymore. And you're and then you get to, when you finally get home and your nose your nose keeps running for some reason. You know your nose is running and then you say you know you get to a point and you, you have to pretend that you weren't yeah. you, you'd run already what you were supposed to run and then you start coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Same again. Very hard to picture that image being the thing that yeah. sparks somebody's desire for you. Yeah, no, you go home, you put your, you have the shower on, your hands are against the tiles, and you're just there with your wobbly legs. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I really feel like getting into a romantic situation now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're so, gonna have a again, big night. You know? I don't know if this is is, is completely a one-size-fits-all no, remedy. I, I That's all I'm saying. I end up crying into a Jaffa cake donut when I start doing these <laughs> things. That's the last thing I want, is to get all amoratic. Yeah, you're right. Just go and do a bit of, I don't know, plane watching or something. Yeah, you've outgrown it. You've outgrown it. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Enjoy the donut. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just accept your best days are behind. They're gone. You, had, you only had three positions. And they probably weren't that good. They probably weren't. Glory days. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Of course, something that, to be fair, we all know and have known for a very long time is that as a little nation, we do tend regularly enough to punch way above our weight. You know what I mean? Oh my we, God, yeah. We end up with world stars and all sorts of things. We've got world-class actors. We've got world-class sports people. You know, we're often top of the tree. When it comes to loads of things. Loads of things. Even though we are quite a small nation. And we've done it again. We've done it again. Yes, don't worry, it's not football. But what we have done it with is funerals. Irish yeah. funerals are shown to be probably the world's best when it comes to helping people through their grief. So prolonged grief disorder, which they describe as sort of, you know, still feeling grief more than six months after someone dies. Very normal for, right. for all of us, nearly, I would say. Um, and they reckon that as a, as a ritual, Irish funerals, where, you know, you have to wake or the funeral home where everyone's what sort of welcome. Yeah. You come and you view you view the body and it's open casket and everybody sort of hangs around and they meet each other and it so you start telling stories and you eat a few sandwiches, have a bit of tea, whatever it is, you funeral know. Funeral soup. Funeral soup, and then of course, arguably the greatest soup in the history ever of made. the world. Uh, like funeral you know, soup. all these. Th- now they're saying that it's actually really progressive. You know, as far as dealing with loss. Uh, of loved ones Irish funerals and the Irish ritual seems to be the greatest one in the world so we're the best at funerals we're the best at funerals once again tell us what we already knew Ireland takes the title you know I think it's and we all know in fairness I say it all the time an Irish funeral is much better much better leagues ahead than an Irish wedding Irish weddings are such a penance by comparison you know providing you're not the person who's you know lost somebody very close if you're on the periphery of a funeral I I mean even I will say (laughs) now um, without getting too controversial, I will say that even when I lost my poor mother last year, it was horrendous, you know, and everything. But it was still better than some of the weddings you'd been at. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say your nails. <laughs> but, right. you know, I see, uh, and, I see where you're and it was great from. to see people and feel so supported and yeah, all yeah, that, you know. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. They go to a and wedding, not have to buy a present. Uh, yeah, when it goes to a wedding. Or get a new suit or I anything. I feel like I'm at gunpoint at a wedding, you know. <laughs> did you get the present? What did you get? Look at you, you didn't wear the right clothes, you're sitting at the right, you have to sit with that person, you're not out to sit yeah. over there. You have to do this. Oh, that, that band I know what you're saying, there's less rules, isn't there, with a... With a funeral, yeah, uh, that's why we're it's a always bit more saying, casual, a bit more. It's a bit more Irish, yeah, and that's why we're always saying. And God, please let it not be soon, but we can't wait for Jim's funeral. It's going to be <laughs> such a day. We've the venue picked, you know. Um, is we, Have you? the whole lot, venue, yeah. venue pick? I do, yeah. Great, it's surprise. Oh, well, actually, I'll tell you. Oh, if it you certainly promise. will be a surprise to me. <laughs> I will. You can't tell anyone though. Don't. All right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don't you don't want to spoil the fun? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't I, want to spoil the fun of my I, funeral. I've the speech written. I have. Uh, I've it all. It's going to be. You know. It's all. Yeah. You know. I yeah. can't wait. You're, go, you're going the extra mile. I you? even have the pre the press release done. <laughs> PJ Gallagher absolutely devastated on loss of his pal. <laughs> yeah, as we've said many times, I won't even get a mention. They, you will. Nobody will His know. Pal. Yeah. His pal, it says. Nobody will know my name. It's just, I see some friend of PJ Gallagher died there. That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, he's poor devastated. P, poor PJ. He's writing a book about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, even, I won't yeah. even, will I even get a name on my gravestone? You I will, be just, yeah. here lies good friend of PJ Gallagher. Did you hear his speech? <laughs> <laughs> ah. In fact, Jeez, it'll the be just... The is catching. Yeah. I better be P, very careful. PJ Gallagher's friend, 1968 to... <laughs> to whenever it was. Great day out. Brilliant. Well, I'm look. I'm glad you're. Yeah. I'm glad you're looking forward to it. Great day out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll tell you. But it better know? be world class. It will be. Oh, I'm gonna I get think, sandwiches from the gourmet. Because the thing about it is, right? All joking aside, with the kind of looking forward to it, I'm telling you, as I say, providing you're not part of an immediate, you know, close yeah, relative. If you're not in. T- yeah, if you're not the one grief if exactly, yourself. If yeah. you're not the one grieving, you know, as a close friend or a close member of the family or whatever. Yeah. The amount of people who do think. Like, people take days off work and everything. Now, not from the point of view of, like, I need an hour off to nip to the funeral. They actually take it because there'll be some session after that. Some session after that. Oh, yeah, because they, they, they had a big family now. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, they'll book out. Uh, oh, yeah. Book. That's, pubs and GAA clubs maybe get booked out for the day. And, like... You know when people go to funerals and it's like going to see a cover band? Yeah. You ever see that? So, we have a friend. You know the way some people say, I'm going to go see the Beautiful South, but it's not the Beautiful South. It's like, you know, the guitarist, um, yeah. whatever, Eddie, Eddie Rayner, that's yeah. not the real name, but Eddie's playing... It's the, it's the very good-looking East. Yeah, it's the very... So, I'm going to go and see them. That's the way funeral... We have a fellow like that. He's like that. He goes, oh, we're going to go to a funeral. Which Howard? No. Oh, well, it's uh, uh, Mary Howard. No, it's... um. Oh, you, you'd know what to see around the place. You used to be a part of the big Howards who lived over the road, but they're all gone now. But the one that was left over was the first cousin who's still there. Anyway, she died. Uh, you wouldn't miss it for the world. Oh, Jesus, it would be a big session. Jesus, it would be crisps and everything. It's like going to a cover band. It's like going to see, yeah. It's like people make plans for it. They make yeah. a day out it's like, it's like, it's oh, like, it'd be four days at that now. It'd be four days. Five it's days, like those maybe. Jokes about if the, the uncle comes over from America, it'd be five days. It'd be like those jokes about the, they used to say about the GA lads when they travel up, you know. It's like, I got the dinner out of the way early so I could have a good, good a good run at yeah. Oh, yeah, good run. Good feed of pints. So just what you would have wanted was me to be jarred for five days. Glory Days. The best of morning glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie. The Van Insurance Specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. So there you go, folks. Some of the uh, some of the best bits from uh, from during the week on the show. Um, so we're we're going off now to. By the way, where where is that uh, bat country? 
Where's the country where the bat with the enormous language hangs out? I can read what country out? he's in. I, sorry, I didn't even read the country at all. Oh, no, yeah, no, I, just, just in case there's, just in case there might be something in the water or something, you know what I mean? I, I'd say, I wouldn't worry, to be honest, with a flute like that, I doubt he can take off. He's not going to cross the sea, is he? He's not going anywhere. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. talking about a dead weight, yeah. Uh, and have you, in, in this week ahead now, you know what I mean, you've only got, well, what's this, you've got, a lot. you've got a week a left before the full jingle jangle madness kicks in. What do you mean? Have you, you know? Because like if, if you think it's been bad so far, oh. once December arrives, oh, yeah. you're in trouble, buddy. I have to buy presents. You're in though. trouble. Oh jeez, yeah. I have to buy presents. God forbid my kids wouldn't get Christmas presents. You know, it's not because they know exactly what's going on. Yeah, because yeah. like not, they, e- not even a year yet, but hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they know exactly. God, yeah. you, you wouldn't want to let down a, f- oh, a month old. <laughs> yeah. Scooter yeah. is it? <laughs> electric scooter. And then, yeah, electric scooter. Two electric Vespas. Wrap them up. Oh, God. Oh, right. Come on, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Have a great week, everybody. You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at Nova.ie, or on the Nova app.